And we are live, and uh, Skip Clark, of course, Dev Lamphere, and Drake White. Hello. Hello. Hey, welcome. What's happening, man? Not mm -hmm. much, brother. Thank you for checking in tonight. Uh, we wanted to get uh, caught up a little bit about what's been going on with you, and uh, I know you got, you've got some new stuff coming down, and um, you had a little bit of a scare not that long ago, but it seemed to be... Uh, is doing really really well uh whereabouts are you right now you're driving we're, somewhere yeah we're in nashville we're headed to get uh get some a little bit of a late dinner not late dinner right on time actually so uh, we're just uh headed uh kind of north of town a little bit I gotcha. north of nashville. I gotcha. what kind of food are you looking for uh probably just gonna do like chipotle uh -huh. i'll put my order in then quick and easy <laughs> Well, that's cool. Well, thank you again for spending a few minutes with us. Um, you know, we want to start from the very, actually, from the very beginning. Um, you've been, how long have you been in Nashville? I've been in Nashville since 2007. Okay. And then, what was it, three, four years ago? And then you finally hit it. And, uh, yeah. Which is pretty awesome. And then, what happened about uh, a little bit of your health scare, which scared all of us in the radio business and all of your fans were like wondering what was going on. It was, you had an uh, arteriovenous, uh, was it a mal malfunction or mal? Yeah, malfunction and malformation. There you go. Oh my goodness. Dude, um, I can never say those words. I was nervous about saying that, but yeah. Yeah, well, good job, man. You nailed it. Um, yeah, it, it was something I was born with. It was a lump of arteries and veins that didn't form properly when I was, when I was, uh, in the embryonic stage. So it was it was something that that uh, was kind of a, uh, you know, something we didn't know about. I was working out really hard, got a headache, and it landed me in a MRI machine. The MRI showed the AVM, and uh, I was in the process of getting that taken care of through a series of brain surgeries called embolizations uh where they basically glue that shut glue the abm shut oh wow and um i was able to go out and perform and felt felt great and uh i was probably 80 percent, 85 percent through that process and uh i was in roanoke virginia and um yeah just rug got pulled out from under me and um the it ruptured and when it ruptured, it caused a severe brain bleed that knocked my whole left side out. Paralysis uh, wow. set in, and um, so the last since since August, uh, you know, since that has happened, I've just been rehabbing and getting back. And and luckily, we were in a place that that saw me very quickly, and it was just a huge blessing that I didn't have any permanent brain damage. It was just a matter of. Um, I did have to relearn how to walk. I had to relearn how to, uh, in the process of learning how to play guitar. And, wow. um, but it didn't affect my vocals or my, uh, my ability to write. So I just kind of poured into that. And that's what this new music's about. Just, just release, getting this new music release was a huge feat for me and a, and a huge blessing. So oh my it had to be hard though. I mean, yeah, your voice, thank, thank the good Lord that, uh, that wasn't affected but having to learn to play the well, maybe you already knew how to play the guitar, but you had to physical therapy to be able to hold the guitar and do all that. For sure, it yeah. was um, it was more like the connection, like all the um, the the part of my brain that 
controlled that mobile mobile cortex on my left side was damaged by the the bleed. So, um, I just had to reconnect those, um, those transmitters and that takes a long, it takes a very long time and, and it takes a lot of, a lot of work, a lot of therapy and, uh, just a lot of patience, you know? And, uh, but I'm telling you, we did it. We, we came through it. And uh, I mean, we're still going through it, but mm-hmm. we, we, we're playing, you know, we're playing shows every Wednesday night now in, in, in the barn. And, and I've played a couple of shows, um, live, you know, since the injury. So mm. I feel, I feel stronger now than I ever have is about my music and, and feel like, you know, I've got a bigger purpose now. And it's just, uh, it puts everything in perspective, you know, it puts, it makes everything that much sweeter, you know, so it's, 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 it's hard and it's, it's really, really hard, but it's one of those things where I think it was a godsend because it really, really made me, uh, the people that were close to me and made them closer. Mm-hmm. My wife, our relationship has been phenomenal. And I just chose the, the silver lining, dude. I, I had to really get in and grind and figure out who I was, um, figure out what I was made of, you know? And, um, mm-hmm. I, I've always known I was a strong person and strong, my faith was strong, and I, and I knew that, but this put it to the test, and, and you know, to to come through this and, and have have the people around me, have my music, and have all that stuff, and, and it's just set me up. I'm ready to rock, man, so it's, it's just a great thing. We were That's listening awesome. to the EP. Yeah, Deb had it on, we had it on, and uh, it's just phenomenal what you have on that EP, and it's, it's such a great comeback for you. Not that you ever really left, but you had some medical issues, which you already talked about. But do you think this whole quarantine issue, everything that's going on in the world right now, actually gave you a little more time to work on? Absolutely. Everything. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Everything works for the good in mm-hmm. my mind. Everything mm-hmm. works for for you. And I think this quarantine is as crazy as it is. If you, if the listeners out there would venture to think about it, think about it in a way that it may be working, it may be happening for you, not to you. Mm-hmm. And all this delay and all this time that we have, it definitely was a time for me to um, to get healthier. Mm-hmm. It was a time for me to to revisit uh, some ideas, some songs, uh, re, re, you know, my marriage to strengthen it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to really strengthen my, my faith and go in and, and really um, cling to what what I knew to be true, if that makes sense, you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. Um, but, yes, it, it gave me an opportunity. We were going to go start touring in, in March mm-hmm. and had, had multiple shows. And I had, you know, I had kind of a, a, a show season to that which which is still an energetic show uh, there was a stool involved there was i would get up and play some energetic shows but when i wanted to sit down i could sit down now i can i can stand up and play you know two two and a half hours no problem and it's those rigorous you know physical therapy hours i mean i'm talking literally having to learn relearn how to walk and re all i lost all the muscle mass in my left leg so all the all my ankle and all the tendons and everything had to be rebuilt mm. and um so that this time has given me a chance to do that and it's it's really a victory it's really a um a story of mm-hmm. uh 
just hard work and, and my wife, just people around me and the country music community, my fans and all them just mm-hmm. praying for me and loving on me. And it, it's really a, 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 a win story. Uh, it's not a win. So what, what, what am I trying to say? It's like a, well, it's really it a win because you yeah. overcome all the negatives and because you always think positive, you're always looking on the bright side of things. You've learned to handle that and, and to look on that side of things instead of saying, Oh, I can't do this anymore. I, I I'm going to give up. You don't have that attitude. You've got the good attitude. And that's, yeah. that's why you're sitting there talking to me right now. And you've got a smile on your face and you are able to get up and uh, you can walk again. Obviously you never lost your voice. Thank God. Uh, our fan, you've got a ton of fans here in the queue, Syracuse. And they were so excited yeah, man. They found it that yeah. we we're going to be talking to you. Um, just the way you overcame that. But I got to ask you kind of a little bit on a brighter note. Is there anything else that you've learned that you never thought you would learn by being on quarantine? Like maybe, I like I learned how to hang stuff in the closet the right way. I learned how to do laundry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. think you have a choice. Being, being in quarantine, <laughs> I've learned. I've learned a lot of stuff. I, 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 the word observation stands out to me, like okay. to really sit down and listen, mm-hmm. and think about think about things. Um, you know. A little bit deeper than the bathtub, I like right. to say. Like, right. I like go in and, and where I would normally, my work ethic was just so wide open to where I would just go, you know, if I can use the term, if I could use the analogy of cutting grass, I would cut the grass, um, weed eat the grass, blow the grass off, you know, plant the tomato plants, you know, fertilize them, pick them. And I just do it as fast as I could because that's, that was the game. How fast right. could you do it? Right. I and, love it. And that's the way the music, um, you know, and that's the way my, you know, creatively, I get a lot of energy off of getting, of knocking stuff out, of having a list and rocking that thing and being, mm-hmm. being just, you know, going quick. Um, what quarantine has taught me is that you do not have to go, you don't have to cram 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Right. No, mm-hmm. exactly. Like the day is the day there is an amount of time in the day and how you use that time is so important. And it's okay to go, you know, just take an easy, take a easy walk, you know, Mm -hmm. through the woods. It's okay to go and, and chill out and, and, you know, just enjoy it. Just enjoy the, the little, the little bitty things. And I I don't want to, it's not like I've, um, I just feel like wisdom, like I've, I've gained some wisdom in all of this because it's just taught me to slow down. And I'm so glad that you're saying all that because I want people to hear what you're saying as Drake white, which is very, very cool. You like, like I mentioned just a couple of minutes ago, you've learned to overcome the negative because you're always looking on the positive side. You're looking into things a little bit deeper than you ever did before. You're kind of thinking about things a little bit more, thinking about your relationship, thinking about, you know, things that maybe you said being in the garden and picking the tomatoes as fast as you can. You know, all that stuff is pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Now you've got a, did a, I, I was watching a video. Um, matter of fact, one of my songs that I love, and I think, no offense, but I think it's so underrated, is Living the Dream. Yeah, I, man. I, I, I just, I, and I'll be honest with you, at the radio station, when I need a Phil song, it's like, I got to play the Drake White, Living the, 
Let me yeah. I play it all the time. And it's just like, it's just, to me, that's such a feel good song and it means a lot. Yeah, um, man. Thank you. It's a few years old, but still it's one of those that I just feel it's underrated. I think it should have done much better than what it did. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll blow your mind a little bit with this, right. this. I'm so the term underrated, like, and I'm, use it. I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I get it. I, I love the underdog. I, I love the, the, the thought and the analogy, the David, Goli- David and Goliath analogy. I love it. Yes. But underrated. What if, what if it was underrated? Because everybody loves an underdog, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what if it was underrated and my maker had a bigger plan to give everybody in this country and in this world and my fans in Europe and Canada, um, like they started pulling harder and they started relating to somebody with tenacity and drive mm. a little bit more, a little bit more. And it just took a little bit longer to get there. And because I was quote unquote underrated, they, they may have been the underdogs growing up or they may have been struggling and they saw somebody withstand that struggle. Maybe that underrated uh, label is meant to just grow the fan base even more. Maybe that underrated label is, is meant to grow the, the next song after living the dream more to where people go, oh, man, this guy has been underrated. So I would dare to, to – to, I don't ever say that I'm underrated. I just – I go out and play ten or 10,000 people. I play the same way. Right. And, and, I, and I love doing it. And I think, I think my rating and my appreciation – will come in the exact time it's supposed to. I think it's just about there. You're doing so well. You've even uh, created your own imprint, correct? Got your own yeah. label, no, which is really cool. Reverend White Records. Uh, how did you come up with that name? I love it. Well, my grandfather was a preacher, and he, he, could, he could sing, play piano. He was a great outdoorsman, great <laughs> woodsman, fisherman. He was awesome. And uh, he he was he was Reverend Jack White, um, not the rock and roll star, but but the <laughs> preacher. And uh, he just had this he just had this kind of Huckleberry Finnish type of freedom about him, like he was not afraid of anything, and and he was he was a little little guy in stature, but he was just fearless. And um, so I've always kind of had a preacher type um, quality about my performances and going out there and and mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm fire and brimstone top performer so rev white was just fell into place you know and the independence of that and getting being an independent artist and coming out there and going out on my own and having all the 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 stroke the injury the pandemic all of that played into that of having the like if i can get through a stroke if i can get through and live through all that stuff then the music business which has always been what hard people always go oh it's so hard the music Mm -hmm. business is a breeze if you've been through a stroke like so i see what you're saying yeah absolutely okay i'm gonna create my own label and 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 be you know making a major player and and go up and put thirty thousand people in in an arena that's what i'm gonna do tell us about uh i love your the way you're thinking already you're i'm like this is so cool uh tell us about uh you know you dropped the ep back in april tell us about that a little bit I know you got what, four or five, six songs in that, I think. So. Yeah. So we were we were going through, and me and Jaron Johnson of the Cadillac 3 yeah. um, have always been buddies. We've been buddies about 15 years. And um, we we started, we cut all these songs 
uh, back in May of 2019. And we had all intentions of releasing them in September of 2019. And the injury happened in August, and obviously that didn't happen. But right when I cognitively came to and was able to set up, my, you can ask my wife. I mean, the first thing I did was call Jaron and go, how are we going to get these songs out? Mm-hmm. And then on top of not touring for, since August, the pandip- pandemic happened. So it was just like a double whammy. And uh, I told Jaron, I said, man, we got to get these. We got to get these songs out. We, we, and he was like, man, are you OK? You got to <laughs> you got to make sure you live through yeah. this stuff. And I'm like, no, we got to get these songs out. Let's get them out and let's get them rocking. And uh, he was like, all right, let's do it. So that was the whole story. And then the pandemic happened and everybody asked me, you know, don't you think you need to delay or don't you think you need to do this or that? I said, no, man, the people need to hear these songs. We need to get them out. Let's get them out. Let's get them rocking. They're like, well, don't you think you need a label? Or don't you think? Nope. I'll make my own label. Let's go do it. Let's get out here and do it. And so it was just a strength that I, I, I've got through all this, you know, it's like, don't wait, don't hesitate, pray about it, think about it, go to sleep, wake up the next morning. If you still feel strongly about it, make the decision and go for it. Jump off the ledge. You've got full control over everything you're doing as well by having your own label and you're the one calling the shots for yourself and, and nobody else is going to tell you what to do. So that's got to be a pretty good feeling. It it's it's the only way to do it. Yeah. I mean, if I mean it really is. And I nothing against my labels, the the labels that I've been a part of, they've been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I'll throw you a little, that, that's a little diplomacy for you there, but it's like it, everybody knows, everybody knows that you're going to go out there and work and everybody love the music industry is changing. The, the world is changing and I play music and I'm going to be playing music till I die. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's very rewarding because, um, I've always been a hands-on guy. And now my hands are in everything. So I've seen that. I've seen I've seen you perform, and it, you know I've been at a show or two of yours. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you actually played up here in upstate New York at a venue called Kegs, I think in Jordan uh, with Back to Back Entertainment. But uh, it was just it had to be a while ago. I'm sure you do so many shows that you know they kind of all run together. But uh, I've seen I've seen you on stage, and it's phenomenal. And thank you, you know, and, th- and to know that you're right back there doing it again. And you've got music coming out new music coming out. We are so looking forward to that. Uh, very, very exciting stuff coming down the pike, I'm sure and uh, can't wait to, to hear the entire project when it's done. I know mm-hmm. you said this is an EP, but I would imagine uh, maybe down the road, we'll have a have a complete album. Oh yeah, we've already got. I've already got all the songs uh, written. I've been writing, writing, you know, through this pandemic, and just really excited. I, I've I've written probably the best songs I've ever written in this, in this, out of this injury and in during this pandemic. I don't know. I just feel like I've grabbed some lightning bolts here. So we're gonna get that uh, rocking and, and get that out in the next couple of couple of months, and right. um, and and just tack tack that on to the end of this this album and i'll probably just come out with a whole new album because we've wrote so much but but uh a lot of time to do it yeah more or less it's, um, be a lot of new music it's gonna be awesome man and it's gonna work out exactly like it should um so i can't wait for the people to hear it and can't wait to get back up there uh, mm-hmm. exactly do you do what do you do for yourself do you ever take time to maybe go hunting or 
take the dog for a walk or do you what do you enjoy to do just to break away from everything man I, i'm i love i love working outside i love working uh on our farm um i've got a pond um it's it's actually a lake that that you know i enjoy i enjoy fishing i enjoy hiking and and getting out into nature i love camping and and kayaking and canoeing and um wakeboarding uh is is a big thing and it's just anything that i can do outdoors that puts me out in in god's creation i'm i'm all for it you know we love to travel I love re- I love woodwork and uh, rebuilding old stuff, and I- I've been rebuilding this '69 Bronco. All very um, cool. So it's just stuff like that. I'm I'm just obsessed with it. Very cool. I have to ask. You have a golden. Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, thir- thir- You have thirteen of them, or she, or he's thirteen. He he's thirteen. <laughs> oh, I was going to say thirteen dogs. <laughs> you never know. I mean, being on, you know, if you have a big farm and stuff, why yeah. not? Yeah. Why not? I've got laughs and uh, they're awesome. And uh, the videos that I see, most of the time I see the dog with you. Yeah. uh, Which is pretty cool. He's with me all the time. Um, God bless him. He's 13 years old. That's, and and what is the name of the dog? So I named him Songwriter. Uh, I call him Ryder. Okay. When I moved to Nashville, um, I bought him as a puppy. He was eight weeks old. Mm Mm-hmm. And named him songwriter and hung hung his tag around his neck because I was working construction full time. And every time that tag dangled and I heard it chime, I remembered that I moved here to write songs. I moved here to, to make a difference. Wow. And I moved here to, to pursue music. So don't don't get comfortable is what what uh-huh. I named him for. Keep uh-huh. writing songs, keep grinding and keep rocking. I love seeing them though. Like I mentioned a minute ago, I love, we love seeing them in the videos and stuff. Uh, just we're like, we're both dog people. So there's nothing better. It's definitely man's best friend. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta love it. Gotta love it. Hey, uh, tell me, tell me, let's go back a little bit. When you signed your very first deal, tell us how all that went. It's just you as an artist, you're hoping to make it. You moved to Nashville. You get offered a deal with a label. Yeah. How did all that go down? it's literally i i started playing in a bar that wasn't the most popular bar it was just in in this place called midtown in in nashville and uh i just started playing there every tuesday night and uh i'd been in nashville for four years you know playing and writing and doing all this stuff and uh a producer walked in one night to have a to have a beer one last beer kind of a nightcap type thing and uh I started playing uh, this song I have called 50 Years Too Late. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jeremy Stover um, walked in and uh, he introduced me to everybody that now is my team and, and uh, you know, management, uh, label, publishing, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it was one of those things where you never know who's watching, you know, mm-hmm. you never know who's watching you and, 10 or 10,000, I'm going to, I'm going to perform the same way. So. Wow. And they, they call, excuse me. They call you in and then they have, they have you sign and you must have like, when you walked out of there, it's like, yeah, I got my first deal. This is so yeah. Cool. You know? Yeah. You're floating, you're floating a bit. And I mean, it, it was, 
it was a while ago. So I've learned a lot about the business and I'm, I'm, I'm still infatuated with, mm-hmm. with the songs and with the business. So it's, it's one of those things where you go, you grow tough, you learn mm-hmm. and you go wide open. You, you can't be afraid to make mistakes and you can't be afraid to, to fall in love and you can't be afraid to write the songs and put them out, you know? Now, your wife has been with you the entire way. Pretty yeah. Much. Oh, yeah. You've got her support, obviously, and she's definitely helped you out a lot. And uh, I, I imagine she's in Chipotle or wherever you are right now. Uh, yeah. Eating without you, and you're probably going, I got to get off this thing. <laughs> is she waiting for you in there? She she is, but it's all right. No, she's, no, used, she's used to waiting on me. <laughs> That's a good woman. Let me tell you something. I'll, I'll say something about marriage to everybody listening out there. Please. Like, Love do not you. listen to the status quo. There, uh, like, marriage is the best thing in the world, and I think that the covenant is the most important part. And it, it's not about loving every single thing that the person does every minute of every day. Like, I, she gets on my nerves sometimes like crazy. But the thing is, if you stick to it and stick in there with it, there is so rewarding. And she has just been so unbelievable through this, this pandemic and through this injury. Like I couldn't do it without it. I couldn't do it without her. And marriage is, it's the sexiest, coolest. We have the, we have the coolest nights and and date nights and the the most passionate, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. relationship that you can have. It's, it's unbelievable. What, um, so uh, I gotta ask awesome. you, what, what would be your perfect date night, man? Ours is really easy. I mean, we have, we have a, a pretty magic place out at our house. She's a chef. She's got a yeah. kitchen, commercial kitchen out of our place in our barn. And my magic is just to have a, a, a good glass of wine and really us to go and, uh, hurt a, her to cook something and sit down, you know, out at her barn on our table on the back porch and just have dinner. And if not that, either either barbecue at uh, here in Nashville or sushi somewhere. You're a pretty simple person. <laughs> That's it. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. Tell me about uh, making me look good again. That was one like one of my favorite songs. I remember I, I listened to it on the highway and Sirius XM and I'm like, Wow, we gotta get that song on, you know, on radio, and but it never made it to radio. But it, it went. Oh yeah, it did. It made it to the top, top. I think it made it to, uh, inside the top thirty. All right, inside the top thirty. But I remember on the highway though, it went all the way to number one, I believe, on the. the oh, it was a smash! It was it a was. smash! It just didn't. It, it's everything's about timing in this business, and everybody has a everybody's running and gunning, and it's just. Just like I said about the for you, it's all happening for me, not to me. And there's that, that making me look good again was about Alex and, and her dad just saying, oh, she's a lot better looking than you are. And me and me going, well, that's kind of what you do when you get you don't want to marry somebody uglier than you are. Mm-hmm. So uh, I wrote that song about Alex and it, it's one of my favorite songs. I love the soul side of things. and It's one of my favorites. 
Well, Drake, you know what? We, we've kept you about 30 minutes, and I know your wife is inside waiting for you. We don't want to keep you any longer. I mean, we, we could talk all night, but... Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, um, I just don't want to keep you from her and having a nice dinner together. But uh, we wanted to touch base, find out about your music. You told us a lot about that. You told us about the EP that, that dropped back in April, and they can go online and actually download it now, if I'm not mistaken. You should yep. be able to go anywhere that uh, our listeners or viewers get their music from. Should be able to look you up. Uh, it's called Stars. Correct yep. me if I'm wrong. It's Stars. Yep. It dropped back in April. Uh, some great, great tracks on that. And and dude, I am. We are just this. This is so refreshing to see you and to talk with you. I know we've never really met before, but I've seen you being on the radio side of things and. And hearing everything that you went through, Deb and I were quite concerned and our fans were asked or your fans were asking us, about, you know, what's going on with Drake? You know, is he OK there? She's got the I just saw the meal go in the back. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, ready for dinner. We tried to get him to come in and join you, mm-hmm. but I guess it's, where's Alex? Is she over there? Hello. Hey, Hello. how are you? Very well. We tried to get him to come in and join you. We figured you were way. We didn't mean to keep him. I am so sorry. Oh, Wait. no, you're fine. I always go in and get it. So. Ah, She's, oh, it's oh. all good. She gets it. All right. Very good. You know what, Drake? We're going to let you go. But uh, your website, they can go online and download some merch. Uh, they can get the music. They can find out all about you. Find out if and when. You know, obviously, you will be out, hopefully, touring. I don't know if it's going to happen next week, but uh, down the road. Yeah. And all that. Well, in the meantime, they can check us out every Wednesday night on any of my socials, Drake White Stump on Instagram, Drake White on Facebook, um, or my YouTube channel. Every one of them go live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, so 8 p.m. you, you guys' time. And, you know, we d- we've been doing it for the last 16 weeks. This week will be week 17. It's called Wednesday Night Therapy because that's what it is. It's just therapy to us. And We're going to make sure we tune in. And, right. and of course, I, I know you have a lot of fans here that will do that as well. We tried to get you to do the podcast on a Wednesday, and then they came back and said, whoa, hold it. He does his, uh, yeah. you know, his show on Wednesdays. So that's very cool. Drake, yeah. stay, stay healthy, my friend. Please. Absolutely. And, you uh, too take good care we we're good here we worry about you and uh, you've got such a career ahead of you you're already there man and you're just going to continue and uh, just don't stop because syracuse loves you and we love to get you back up here so absolutely well thank you for talking to me and i appreciate the kind words yes absolutely deb you got anything you'd like to add i don't think he can hear me to be honest with you uh you can't hear you can't hear deb <laughs> no uh-uh. no, no. Okay. i, okay. I kind of that halfway through so it's okay. a pleasure to meet uh, both of them and we'll catch no. them down the road. Yeah, I, I can't hear Deb. No, yeah. no, she said it's a pleasure to hear you and uh, to see you, and uh, I'm sure we'll meet up down the road. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Deb, Deb has um, her son lives in Nashville. She works out of La- uh, Nashville quite often. She just got back from there last week. Uh, with Very the- cool. Yeah. She's got her uh, the official country music fan club, which brings artists like you or even the newer artists and puts them in front of fans and new fans and kind of cool. creates a, an environment to, you know, so you, you get to feel each other, get to know each other a little bit. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I always cool. say it's always one fan at a time. So that's I, it. That's it. man. Great. Peace, brother. God bless yeah. you and yeah. uh, be healthy and uh, enjoy your meal. Absolutely. See y'all later. Bye-bye. See you. Peace.